0: Hello, hello guys. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast or welcome if you are brand new to the show. My name is Emily and I am your host and today's episode is going to be very much like the title says. It is the top four lessons I learned from being in a four-year relationship and I felt like this was a good time for me to finally share about my personal experience based on how much time has passed. And this was also kind of pretty well requested by a lot of you guys who do follow me um, or have followed me for a extensive period of time. So you kind of know my past in sharing tidbits of my relationship experience so today's episode is just going to be a lot about a personal reflection and maybe some things that you guys can take away as well and maybe you know consider for your own relationship whether that's current or something in the near future but before we begin today, I want to share really quick about my ebook. It is my career ebook guide. If you guys haven't heard about it yet, if you have been following me for a while, you probably do though. But uh, real quick, you can find this ebook on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog. It is called the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success, and I share essentially a very extensive 55-page guide on the whole journey from considering what career path you want to go down, the resumes, the cover letters, I give custom templates. I also share, you know, the top 20 behavioral interview questions as well as my own answers to them, etc, etc. I don't want to, you know, go off on a tangent with it, but basically I do include more details about it on the product page. So again, it's on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog. Okay, so since this episode is obviously solo and I do want to try to make it as concise and to the point as possible, I will just really dive into it and share each four lessons and try to elaborate as much as I can um, without going off on a tangent. So the first lesson I learned from this four-year relationship of mine is to simply not settle. So I have to say... Something I learned very well from my (laughs) oh-so-favorite, Lauren Everett's Bostick from The Skinny Confidential, she has always talked about her relationship with Michael, her husband, um, and shared her tidbits into what she thinks works and doesn't work. And one thing that just really hit home for me is every time she says, don't settle, because I do agree with her that there are so many young women like myself who kind of get wrapped up in the dating culture and start to get fixated on the idea of dating a specific guy or this one guy that they just met. Um, And so I feel like I bring that up because that kind of happened to me in the four years I dated this guy. So, I have a little bit of notes too, so I do want to try to make this as candid as possible without kind of reading off of the bullet notes I wrote down, but um, this portion I think I should share. So, when this relationship began to become pretty serious, which was probably uh, nine months in into the relationship, and okay, let me back up really quick. So, I dated this guy essentially from my fall semester of college through like a couple months after I graduated from college. So it was pretty much my entire college time frame. You know, he was also two years older than me, and we were kind of just in different points at certain times. So um, and on top of that as well, we actually lived together. Um, when was this? My sophomore year of college. So this was essentially like barely a year into the relationship when we started living together. So obviously with that being said, I thought this relationship was quote unquote it or it was the one. And truthfully, I'd say a lot of us do believe this on the first or second serious relationship that we have. And I'm not saying that it's not the case ever on the first or second relationship, um, <laughs> but I, I understand from my experience now that sometimes even when we believe it and even when it could have been correct, like this actually could have been the one, um, sometimes it just doesn't work out, right? So during mid 2017 my partner and I had a breakup for about five to six months and during this time I recall having a goal to get back into this relationship and I think it was honestly more so of me putting in the work of trying to rebuild this relationship and that's part of why I'm tying this into the theme of don't settle um because I have here, while the relationship went really well the second time after the breakup, um, which was like a, a good like year and eight, nine months or something. So almost two years, I think, I caught myself realizing that I was super set on being with this guy forever and for the long term, as I'm sure most of us kind of do when we're dating when we're dating someone for that long. but as a result, I overlooked flaws and major things that I did not personally want in a relationship as a way of sacrificing what I want to settle within this relationship. So basically, I learned from the second half was not only was I really driven to make this relationship work, but I was really driven because I was ready to settle on this and I was basically blindsided by the fact that um, there are others out there, <laughs> certainly. Um, and not that he wasn't a great guy. It's just that I was just really set on, I guess, being with him in the long run. And I never gave, I don't want to say other people a chance, but I never gave um, the other side of like this relationship a look like I never considered maybe not dating him and I would say that's just like a huge lesson I learned is that it's really important even when you feel like this person is the right one but you have some things that trigger you or make you feel like what if then I highly advise to just take time to evaluate it um, maybe with a therapist or counselor um, and now that I brought up the counselor thing, I for- I almost forgot actually but in 2017 when I was going through this breakup phase and I was um, also transitioning to a new university, I was just at my lowest point of all time and, and I'm, this is no exaggeration, it was very true, a lot of close friends of mine that knew me at that time can, can say the same thing as well. Um, and I remember when I was talking to this counselor, who, ironically, was also like one of the kinds that, that really I think did therapy or counseling on like relationships and marriage and things like that. But I didn't really necessarily go to her for that reason. I actually went to her because I just was really in a low spot of life, and I just needed to just get through it. So. Um, when I spoke to this counselor about my relationship I remember when she shared with me um a story from like 15 years ago when uh she dated a guy I guess in college or so that lasted for a similar amount of time that I dated my ex uh which was about a couple years and I asked her um you know, why did it not work out or why do you think it didn't work out? Because she told me like, I think 10 years after they broke up, they eventually met again for like lunch to just talk about like life and how things are going. And that's why I asked her, well, you saw him again, like, why did it not work out? And she said, you know, there's just something about the way the person just fits into your life like she said that her husband her now husband just fit the mold better um, and it wasn't about him like you know her ex-partner or anything like that it was just rather that there was someone that was a better fit and I have to say I remember sitting there thinking oh yeah well you know what if, you know this guy is like the person for me and um, how old was I at the time I think I was 20. I guess needless to say I remember that statement from my counselor and I have to say I do agree with it and uh, you know I guess that's all I can really say on this point of not settling it's just uh, it doesn't mean that you should look around if you're dating someone else or if you should always consider other options but rather be open to it if you feel potentially inclined to it for legitimate reasons and I'm saying that I overlooked my own legitimate reasons like there were many not many but like certain things that I just felt like was going to clash long term and while they weren't major I think I think it was really important for me to evaluate is this what you want for the rest of your life in a relationship if so that's okay but if not don't settle for this. My second lesson I learned is to make sure your partner has the same core values as you. So something I did during the time my ex and I were broken up the first time, which was in the middle of 2017, I remember taking on um, just reading books more frequently. So um, not only did I read Settle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, but another book that just I don't know, really shifted my mindset in so many ways. Um, it was the book is called Principles by Ray Dalio, and I have definitely spoken about this book before, but a huge takeaway I learned from this book was not only principles that I should and could be applying into the workplace you know at the time I was in school so um, you know it was something for me to look forward to but I remember Ray Dalio the author he also talked about how the same principles that he applies in work he also applies in life especially his relationships and I realized after reading that book that I myself did not have core values or principles or like a foundation that I built myself on and that was partially why I was very indecisive with certain things. I wasn't making the most strategic decisions. I was easily swayed and I was like, hmm, maybe it's because I don't have some foundation to go back to anytime I'm unsure. So, that was really uh, a pivoting year and moment for me in kind of hearing the values of Ray Dalio that I um, I would say I align with a lot and kind of uh, from there was like I think this was the fall semester my junior year I said hey I want to live by these values as well how can I how can I live by them how can I actually demonstrate these values and have them reflect in my character and as a person and etc. So um, that year and that semester, I was very mindful about the people I surrounded myself with, um, the things that I was saying out of my mouth, the things that I was doing. I was always making sure I was really honest, had a lot of integrity, um, and just there. There, there are so many things that I learned from that book. But basically, it also made me realize that I should have the expectation that my partner has the same core values as mine as well. And I don't think that my ex didn't have the same core values as me, but I think I was more adamant about about making decisions off of those values and, um, and surrounding my people with those same values. And I think knowing what I know now... I am going to be able to look for a partner that not only has the same core values but is very adamant about applying those values in his everyday life and also ensuring that he's surrounded by these people because when you are surrounded by people with the same core values you are going to be reminded every single day the people that you're surrounded by um what it's like to live those values and they're always gonna, you know, uphold you to those standards as well and if they are a really good friend, they're going to make sure that you do the same and I think in regards to the values, I think there are some people in my ex's life who were or maybe are still, I have no idea, um, are his close friends that I not I didn't necessarily didn't like them I just could easily tell that we lived on different I guess you could say frequencies Um, and a huge part of that was because of our values and where we stand with how we treat ourselves how we treat other people um, and just the things that reflect on our character so that was a big thing for me and um, it wasn't like a it wasn't something that my again not something that my ex-partner didn't have but just rather something i had a better realization um i guess two years after my you know two years into the relationship than i did when i first started a third lesson i learned is to never become too complacent or comfortable in the relationship we as humans naturally grow and evolve And so will our relationships. If the relationship stays complacent, there will be issues along the way and potentially may make the partners become passive aggressive. So this was a huge lesson I learned from my best friend, Avery, and she was actually on this podcast I think, I don't know what episode it was, but probably like around, give or take, episode 12, 14. Um, she's a friend that I met in college, and she is absolutely one of my best friends. And I remember before I followed through with my decision on ending this relationship, I, I had called her and I, I talked to her about it. And I asked her her experience and thoughts when it comes to her own relationship because she's been in a relationship for over six years and they dated in high school and they dated long distance throughout college while he was the quarterback at a division one school and um and they're still together and they're living together now and obviously their relationship is much different but knowing that she's been dating someone for a very long time I had to know what is the difference that you guys are doing versus what myself and my partner are doing? And when she heard kind of the the recent events of my ex-partner and I at the time, she recognized that there was a lot of complacency and I guess being too comfortable within the relationship. And I'd have to say, yes, it was more so on my partner and... That was something that was kind of like a reoccurring theme, and it's something, in my personal opinion, that you kind of have to recognize for yourself because that's something I even do for my personal life. Like when I notice that I'm my body's complacent, like it's not improving because I'm doing a workout too frequently and it doesn't change my body anymore. Or maybe I'm becoming complacent with like my routine. Maybe I'm slacking off and I keep waking up late and I'm starting to get lazy and I'm going down a rabbit hole. And you know, you have to recognize yourself when you're becoming complacent. And of course, we will have friends and family and people that will point at us and be like, hey, you're being lazy. Hey, you're being too comfortable. But I think there's nothing more... I guess, powerful when you are the one that's calling yourself out and saying, Hey, Emily, you're being too complacent. Like, get up, like get moving, like start, start getting better, start improving. So I think that was something that was honestly hard for him to recognize in his shoes at the time. Um, I think, you know, of course... I remember kind of defending him for a long time. Actually, it was months and months of this. And when I first told my best friend this, she would say, um, you know, she would tell me it's too complacent. And I would say, yeah, well, he also works like full time. He works like practically 10 hours a day. You know, all these different things because his job was pretty um, demanding. And I would use all those things. And then I guess for me, when, um, when I really realized it, it was true. Like he didn't know how to get out of his comfort zone. Like I, I don't want to say I was too easy or I was too available, but in a sense, I think I made it slightly too comfortable for him to a certain point where I don't think he felt like he needed to try. Like you know, doing basic things like coming up to see me. Um, we lived about an hour away, by the way, so that was kind of like a thing too, where you know, sometimes I'd be like, why didn't he come up here for once? So things like that. Um, I think it's something that if you are my, you are or were my age or whatever, um, in your early 20s, I think that's something that's easily overlooked because we're so caught up in the outside noise and the relationship itself and we, we like where it's at and we just all know that making a change is really hard and is quite nerve-wracking as well but if you notice that it's complacent for months and maybe you bring it up to your partner in a way but they acknowledge it and they don't do anything about it, it's something that you should just keep in mind because when someone gets too complacent and comfortable and they don't recognize it themselves and They don't have the desire to make it better, then that's like a huge red flag. So I would say um, that was some, that was kind of like part of the main reason why I ended things because it was just too comfortable and it wasn't growing exponentially alongside with me as an individual. And you want your relationship to grow alongside with you as an individual as well. So it's not just like, you know, a path of where you guys are not both growing so uh yeah and I would say as well I have here um to note it doesn't matter how long you have been dating like my best friend told me she's been dating her boyfriend for six years and she she told me like if her partner did not treat her to her standards and was not doing certain things to always show her that he loved her and that um that he cared for her and it wasn't about like buying her flowers and like doing this and this like none of that none of the shallow stuff or not shallow but none of the the you know external stuff is the better way to put it it was rather just like him upholding the standards that she has and that he has for the relationship as well and so she told me if he stopped doing it and it became evident that it was going to be like that she would leave like without a doubt and I was like wow so that was pretty powerful to me and I would recommend listening to the episode I have her on again it's like one of the earlier ones between 10 and 15 Um, we definitely have a great conversation on just her thoughts on dating as well and her advice to young women because she's like a mom like I feel like she has a very mom personality and it's just so wise and helpful especially when it comes to relationships Okay and the last lesson I learned from this four-year relationship is that people at their core don't change especially at this age and when I say at this age I'm really saying just from personal experience in the early 20s um, and I guess when I, where I'm coming from too with this lesson is this is more particularly if someone is more introverted or extroverted, etc. So sometimes it can sway, but their core majority will always stay the same. So if you guys know me um, pretty well, you probably know that I love the Myers-Briggs personality test. And, um, you know, just like some of you guys who love horoscopes and things like that, for me, it's more about personality um, and kind of what your core traits are, what you fall more towards. And to put it into perspective, I'm a very strong mix between ENTJ and ENFJ. I say that because my F and T are like 55 and 45. So I'm actually ENTJ, but I can 100% see where ENFJ um, reflects within me as well. So I'd say I have a very... um, strong emotional intelligence. I'm able to understand the way people feel, the way people think, um, and I'm also able to elaborate on emotions, I guess, better than uh, certain people in a way. But my ex-partner, he is an INTJ, and as you guys know, too, with the personality test, it's, like, on a scale, so it's, like, some is, you know, maybe, like, for me, extroverted, I'm, like, I think 64% extroverted, and then, you know, whatever, introverted, um, so I am a good bit extroverted, but to be fair, not that much, but my ex-partner, he is, I think, like, um, I want to say, like, 70% introverted, and, um, I guess where, where I'm going with this one is that there were certain things that I kind of wanted more out of him in. And this is, I guess, more of a me thing. This is not even like my partner kind of thing. But this is why I'm saying I learned from this is that, um, like, for example, I think my extrovertedness was a little more than what he could take in a certain way. Um, time frame (laughs) if that even makes sense so what I'm saying is like I sometimes wish that he was just a little bit more extroverted to balance out like my energy because I felt like sometimes I was a little overwhelming but at the same time to be really fair if you were to meet me at a random party I am often one of the more quiet people in the room. And so many people will tell you like, oh my gosh, Emily is so introverted. She's so quiet, um, really reserved, that kind of thing. And at face value, it looks like it seems true. But at my core, I, I have a lot of energy around the right people. And especially when it comes to things I'm very interested in, like house music or you know, talking about philosophy and certain things in life. And I think with that in mind, that also parlayed over into like the lifestyle I preferred. Like I was, um, I didn't love going to bars all the time, but I did enjoy going to, you know, maybe like nightclubs that was like kind of like Vegas where like nightclubs with artists like Tiesto, Cascade, um, Kygo, these house artists that I just am very passionate about and i think that was something that he tried to kind of keep up with with me but it didn't go so well because that was not who he was at his core and i think it took us kind of a bit to recognize that or maybe more so for me like at first at a younger age i think when we when i was 18 and he was i think what 21 22 um, he seemed i think more willing to do that for me and i think as we grew over the years and as we dated for a while I think he recognized it just wasn't who he was at his core he um does like to be in a show a little bit more and I always wondered like is my lifestyle preference gonna be something he can you know keep up with is that something he's going to like to do with me and I I thought like it was something that was I don't want to say changeable but something that like they can change their preference for but honestly guys like i did a deep reflection on this and in my personal opinion i'm gonna say i think i think people can try to a certain extent but i don't think they can really change what they are at their core um and it might again it might sway like again on that myers-briggs uh like spectrum it might change plus or minus 10% but I don't I I don't think it really changes significantly enough unless you guys are already at a similar percent level that you can balance it but I think we were both at different cores so yeah I guess that's just kind of my overall reflection on it and I hope that this episode and I guess personal reflection was helpful to some of you I know that every relationship is different and we all learn something different from it, but I know that I guess the four things that I learned, I felt like were relatively applicable to some of you and I know even for myself, I'm not gonna lie, I used to read blog posts or whatever, um, you know, similar blog posts and, and podcasts and videos and whatever from fellow creators and people that i really look up to on the lessons they learned from their relationship and how they moved past it so i myself wanted to create it when it felt like the right time and for me it's been many 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 months now since it happened so i feel like in a much different place than when this all happened but i guess for those of you who are listening maybe you are listening particularly because you're curious but maybe you're also listening because you feel a sense um, or you feel, you feel inclined to maybe end a relationship or you are also looking for a way to move past your relationship. And I guess my best tip for you guys uh, coming from a personal experience standpoint, I don't want to sound cliche, but all I can say is just do you. And just focus on yourself. And I say that because I can promise you if I did not take the time to invest in myself in 2017 when I was a junior in college and I had no friends and I wasn't going to any parties and um, I wasn't talking to any guys. I wasn't on Tinder. I wasn't on dating apps. If I didn't take that time to just look inside of myself and find Things to get better at not criticize myself but rather point out hey Emily you are pretty good at this but how can we make you better and that's what I focused on and I think today that those are some of the things that to be really candid with you I think guys like me for is just my my ability to, I guess, look within and actually have a drive to be better, not just as a person and and within my character, but also in my career and also in my health and wellness and just the things that I'm personally passionate about. So, um, you know, if you want something to focus on as you are moving past a relationship, I will 100% say focus on what you can do so that when someone asks like for me when I when and I'll leave it with this, I always told my best friend this but after the first time my ex-partner and I broke up, I did not feel like myself anymore I felt like I lost a huge part of myself and I I believe it's because I relied on my partner so much and I could not identify who Emily Elizabeth Duong was anymore so I told myself that no matter what happens, whether you get back with him or not, or you pursue another relationship, that Emily Elizabeth Duong is always going to be her own individual, and you will always have a foundation to come back to, and that when a breakup happens and things like that happen, you are not completely torn apart like the way you feel today, so I said that in 2017, and Honestly, this is why I am who I am today, um, and speaking the way I speak and doing the things that I do. It's because I took the time and just went after like who I wanted to be. Again, again, I hope this was helpful. And honestly, if you feel inclined to send me a message and you want to talk about relationships and you know just maybe getting an outsider unbiased opinion on what you can do, I'm more than happy to help where I can. So um, obviously if you didn't know already, you can find me on Instagram. My my personal Instagram is at Emily e. Duong. The podcast Instagram is at what fulfills you pod. And my blog again is emilyelizabeth.blog. I will link all those in the show notes. But until next time, I will chat with you guys then.